0: This is your girl, Nisi D, and you are now tuned in to Faithful In It Podcast, where we will go through the journey of living life faithful in it, and watch God build us through our faith. You gotta be faithful in it, faithful in it, you gotta be faithful in it. Episode of Faithful in It podcast. I am your host Nisi Dahlman. Welcome, welcome, welcome! Shout out to my listeners, returning and new. It's a new week. I am excited for this week, not because anything special is happening, but I'm just excited. I don't know. I think um, I'm trying to set a set a expectation for my week. And uh, my week didn't start off great, but I'm expecting for a turnaround to happen and I am expecting for it to end on a very positive note. I pray that you guys are having a good week. And if you are not, I pray for a turnaround and I pray that your week changes and something good or something that you're expecting or wanting or praying for actually is released to you. That is my prayer for you for this week. All right. It is faith highlight time. Yay. Yay. Okay. So my faith highlight for this week is actually something that I just reflected on. Um, And it's something that, you know, I had to take a moment to say, you know what, God, I thank you. I really do thank you because I have had um, a few conversations this week with um, with a few folks or a few people um, that I know, and um, and what having a conversation with them. I had a moment where I had to like just stop and say, God, I thank you that I am the lender and not the borrower. I thank you that I have made decisions or you have pretty much blessed me and you have given me favor to where I am one of those folks that there's certain people that have been on a journey of just struggle. And... You know, I thank God that that is not my story because there's certain people where it's just like, you feel like, man, this person just always has it hard or this person is um, always in a position where there is a need and, you know, where they have to ask someone. And um, I was having a conversation earlier with someone that is close to my heart and um, I felt really bad because the person just kept on saying to me repeatedly that they are tired of always having to ask people. And I felt that. I really felt that. I felt that for the person. And I felt it for um, a couple of other people that I just thought of that just flashed through my head when I heard that person's heart. Because it's just like the person, there's just always something. And then because of the person's situation and their state, they find themselves in a place, in a position where they unfortunately have to ask. I thank God that that is not me. I thank God that that is not my position because number one, I struggle to ask for anything. It's um, I know it's pride. I know it's pride. It's not a good thing. It is not something, it's not something that I am proud of. But unfortunately, it is one of those things that I acknowledge about me. I cannot and I do not like asking people for anything. And that also is because I, um, I faced disappointment a lot. And based off of the disappointment, it pretty much made me going to a state where it's like, okay, I'm not going to ask because this person's not going to come through or the person um, will throw it in your face. And I just cannot stand for it. That is like the biggest thing for me. I don't want to be embarrassed by someone throwing in my face what they did for me. So I try my best to never put myself in a position where someone can throw in my face what they did for me. Now, I definitely rather be the person that is doing for you. I will not throw it in your face because it's something that I hate so much. I have done things for people that no one but me, that person in God would know that it was done or unless that person told some someone else. But um. I don't, you know, I don't do for people just to go sit there and repeat that I did it for you or to throw in your face because, um, you know, something happened and you feel some type of way or whatever the case may be. I'm not here for it. So I definitely, I, and, and the crazy thing is I've never really had anybody do that to me, but I've seen it done and I guess it's like one of those things that I just really don't want to happen to myself. So I um, kind of find myself, or I put myself in a position where that, um, where I don't actually find myself in a situation where a person's gonna actually throw in my face what they did for me. Um, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good thing. That is not something to brag on, um, and it also makes it difficult for me to. It's it. It also makes it difficult. It's a. It's a very bad trait because I could be going through something and I will not ask. Um, it's like I low key suffer in silence where it, I will keep it to myself. You will not know. I will get through this. Me and God are going to definitely get through it because God's going to figure it out. He's going to figure it out. He's going to throw something my way. Uh, There's going to be a ram in the bush, something. Or if I got to struggle and thug it out, I'm going to thug it out. Again, I know it's not a good thing, but (laughs) it is what it is. That's That's just me. All right, on the flip side of the faith highlight, I like to switch it around just a little bit based off of what I just said, I am grateful that I am one of those folks that I can definitely say that, you know, God doesn't allow me to have those struggles where I find myself in a position where I am always in need or I always have to depend on others Um, and I am so grateful for that, but there's, that's not everyone's story and my heart goes out for those that that's your struggle. So I want to turn it around and I want to pray that anyone that is under the sound of my voice, that that is your situation and that is something that you can relate to. I want to pray and speak against that and say that you know god is working things in your favor and that your days of being the person that is the borrower will turn around those days are numbered god is going to give you wisdom and strategy god's going to put you in a position where you will be the lender and not the borrower you will be the person that does not have to that does not have to depend on folks folks will come to you when they are in need I speak that over your life right now. In the name of Jesus, may God bless you with a double portion. May he bless you. May his blessings chase you down. In the name of Jesus, I say it is so. And I say that with all power and authority and all belief and trust that I know that God definitely is a God that can make all of those things happen. I stretch my faith out for you, if you are in a season of doubt, if you are in a season that you're not trusting God, if you are in a season of lack right now, I say that you shall lack, lack no more. You shall lack no more. In the name of Jesus, it is so. So I am definitely about to turn this conversation around because I want to talk about these dating streets today oh my god these dating streets are so ghetto it is ghetto out here listen your girl she's struggling i don't know if there is anyone that is listening to me that is also struggling the way that i am struggling but listen dating is just not for me and i am so Over it, like when I say I'm over it, I am over it. I don't want to do it anymore. I really don't want to do it anymore. But I acknowledge, uh, I acknowledge that I am part of the problem. I'm definitely part of the problem. One of the number one reasons why I am part of the problem is the introvert in me won't get out of the house. I definitely will not get out of the house. I don't get out of the house to put myself in a position to actually meet the right person, I guess, maybe. Mm, I guess. And then also, I don't know, I guess the other issue is that I'm trying to figure it out and with me trying to figure it out, I'm just in my head a little too much. I'm in my head a little too much, so me being in my head a little too much is kind of sort of not working in my favor. It's not, I'm, I'm not working in my favor. Recently, I have to admit that there was a situation that I was dealing with and I had to really, like God had to pretty much check me. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say God checked me. I checked myself. I literally just had to look in the mirror and just evaluate the situation and just realize, yeah, Nisi, you're the problem. You are the problem. And um, I I definitely can say I fumbled the ball on this situation. Uh, and I definitely can say this with all certainty, And I can say this definitely 100%. It's the first time that I have been in a situation where it's like, okay, this situation is right. There's no issues and I found issues or I made things, you know, like it would have been one of those situations that worked. But of course I pretty much did what I do, <laughs> I'm not going to say I did what I do, that's the wrong thing, but I did, I I pretty much had a self-sabotage moment with that situation where it's just like, okay, that situation is dead, so now here we are again, now we got to move on and start all over, uh, and it's just so frustrating, uh, it is very frustrating. It's the first time where it's like, okay, it's a situation that was good. Um, But, you know, I definitely wasn't um, paying, I'm not going to say I wasn't paying good enough attention, but maybe I felt like, okay, it was too good to be true. So it's, you know, I'm finding issues that are not really issues. And one of my friends had the nerve to call me toxic. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) My friend called me toxic based off of, um, you know, the conversation and letting her know what happened. And um, (laughs) I am not toxic. Let me just say that. I resent that statement. But I did reflect and I reflect on how the situation played out, my role and what I did that, um, what I did. That could have been done differently. And also, I also reflect on the fact that I handled the situation because of my past trauma. Um, not because I'm not healed from the situation with my ex, but because I am still guarded. My heart is still guarded. My guard is like up because the last thing I want to do is be put in a situation where I am going to have to deal with hurt. But I my heart desires a love story and my heart desires, you know, a fairy tale ending. Call me corny, call it whatever you want to call it, but I desire it. And I know it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. Because at the end of the day, what I desire is what God placed in my heart to desire. Why would God want me? Why would God put it in my heart to desire it for where I want it to not give it to me? I know that God's going to give it to me. It's just going to take some time. And it's also part of the process. It's part of the journey. um, And you know, me reflecting on, you know, what happened and my role and what I did wrong and how I could have done things differently because I was honest with myself and saying that you really took this man for granted because you didn't really see all of these good things. There's so much good and you're just blinded to all of the good. You were just searching and looking for bad and all of the bad that I actually was search the, the crazy thing is, is that I was looking for bad and there wasn't really any bad that I was finding. The things that I did find that were bad, I was like, come on, sis, like, chill out. It ain't that serious. Like, please, like, chill. Uh, and I had to realize that, um, but it's 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 fear, which is not a good thing. Fear and faith cannot mix with each other, but at the same time, you have. I have to be honest to say that there's a little bit of fear there, and because of the fear mixed with that trauma, uh, it pretty much made the situation not work. So I learned from that situation because I did look in the mirror, I reflected. And I owned, I owned my role. I owned, you know, what um, what I could have did differently. I owned where I went wrong. And I also owned and acknowledged the the fear. I own and I, I acknowledge the fear. I own and I acknowledge that, you know, it's a little bit of trauma that it's, I'm having a hard time letting people in. Because, you know, it's... I've been doing this dating thing since me and my ex broke up. And we're going on six years. I, I was very intentional when we broke up. I The first year, I would say actually the first two years, um, I didn't date. I didn't really have anyone. Um, I didn't date intentionally. I was very intentional on not dating because I needed to heal first and I needed to take time to, you know, to, to learn me because I was with this person for so long. Um, so I needed time to learn who's Nisi, what does niecey want? What does Nisi like? You know, I needed time to focus on me and focus on my healing journey. So, I did not date, but I do remember when I uh, tried to date, um, I I think it was during year one, uh, the first person that I dated, it, it was a horrible experience. And, you know, God revealed to me that I was not ready to date. And when that happened, that's when I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. And I was very intentional on focusing on my healing. And that was the journey that I was on. Um, I didn't start dating until probably about um, the second year. Going into the third year, maybe two years and a half is when I started dating. And then <laughs> every situation has been, hasn't been great at all. Like, they have not been great. Like, whether it was a baby mama situation whether, oh my God, it's the lies. It's the lies. Like mostly every situation has been like, okay, dealing with a liar. Okay. Uh, my ex was a liar, a compulsive one at that. And it's just like, okay, look, we're too old to be lying. Like, why are you lying? Why are you lying? You are a adult. You can tell the truth. You don't have to be afraid to tell the truth, (laughs) but a lot of these men's I, a lot of okay i'm not going to i don't want to throw it on just the men or whatever but a lot of the men that i was encountering they were liars and i just cannot even understand how and why um i was attracting these liars because i you know lying is just not my thing and you know they say the whole thing about you attract what's in you or something like that, like spirits know, but, uh, whatever. Uh, I don't believe that because, yeah, but my ex was a compulsive liar. Like when I say a compulsive liar, like things that were not even worth lying about, he lied about. But the crazy thing is, is that I did not notice this liar until, I was free of him like while I was with him like you couldn't tell me that this man was a liar you couldn't tell me that what he was saying to me was not true because that's just how much faith I had in him like I believed every word that he said but he has proven himself like it's just really really crazy how blind I was but um thank God I can see <laughs> Oh, my God. <sighs> dating sucks. And I am just hoping that I don't have to do this too much longer because I don't have energy to date. That's, that's just it. I'm frustrated with the whole process. I am just... It's, it's so ghetto. Like, I don't want to be here in these dating streets. <laughs> I'd prefer to be in this and these uh, married woman streets, (laughs) um, and these married women with a family streets, but my story or my process, I should say, is to be in these dating streets. Uh, but I hope that this year is the last year, you know, for me to be in these dating streets because I'm so over it. I am so over it. And I know that I am not alone. I know that I am not alone. So to my sister or my sisters that are out there waiting for God to send them um, their Boaz or their Joshua for me it's Joshua because uh Joshua was Joshua was a leader and my purpose mate that God has for me will be a leader that is what my heart desires I am just looking for that partnership and my heart desires it I I'm ready for it. And I know that my sisters can relate and understand If unless you're married, unless, you know, God blessed you and you already done found your husband. Shout out to you, sis. I wish you was next to me. I would rub on you right now so I can get some of <laughs> some of that oil of marriage. <laughs> but I know my time is coming. And um, I trust that God is going to make it worth my while. I trust that, you know, when I go back and I look, it's going to be like, okay, God, the wait was worth it. Like, it was worth it. Being stuck in the in these dating streets was actually worth it because of who God Decided to bless me with. I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait for the fairy tale ending. I know, I know some of y'all don't believe it, but I call me naive, gullible, whatever you want to call me. But I believe that God is going to give me a love story that I am going to be in awe about. And I cannot wait to my sister that may be discouraged or maybe. Feeling lonely, if you are struggling right now, be encouraged and continue to, you know, wait. And then also, listen, here's the thing. I know for myself that um, I will definitely admit and be honest and say that I don't do enough to actually get what it is that I am desiring and as far as like getting I mean you know my husband's going to find me but the issue is that I am definitely and I can admit that I don't do what needs to be done for him to find me because I am NOT actually like I'm not out there I got to get out the house I really got to get out the house I know I'm not the only one so sis let's get out of the house this year like this year Let's get out of the house. Let's do what we have to do so that he can find us. You know, go out there, network, take yourself on a date, do different things. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. And let's be encouraged. Be encouraged. Do what you have to do, sis. You know, dress up, put yourself together and just get out there. We'll do it together together. This weekend I am actually going to a masquerade party and I'm pretty excited about that. I don't know, maybe, maybe I might catch something. I'm just playing, <laughs> I'm just playing. But um, you know, I, I think that the main focus should be just to get out, get out, don't get, don't go out with the, the intention of, okay, I'm here, And just you know you're here for that to be looking for somebody or whatever just get out just get out my 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 goal or what how I want to handle it or how I want to do it is pretty much to just go out go out be myself and if someone sees me and they like my energy and they want to approach me then great Um, I may or may not acknowledge you because I'm sorry. (laughs) I have worked very hard and I do not just allow anyone access to me. I am sorry. But, all right, sis, let's be encouraged together. Be encouraged. I know that the wait can get a little depressing. I know that these dating streets can get depressing. I know that doing it alone and not having that person by your side to do it together with is also, or can be a little depressing. But you just gotta remember to be faithful. Be faithful in your process and your journey or in our process and our journey because you are not alone. I'm going through it too. And God definitely will not allow us to be alone. He's coming. We're just going to have to wait. And as we are waiting, let's do what we have to do to grow. Let's do what we have to do to, you know, be the best version of ourselves that we can be. Do what you have to do, sis. Don't wait on him to come up. Don't wait on him. Don't wait on him to pull up. Don't wait on him to pull up. Do what you have to do for you. Focus on you and then allow him to come. All right, y'all. I love you all. I love you guys. Be encouraged and have a good week. You gotta be faithful through storms of life. Like That guilt is Strike The enemies fight. You gotta fight. Use all your might. So call on Christ. If you can say in mind elevation. Spiritual recall, rehabilitation. Yes, man. Seeking salvation. Arm it up. Deflect temptation on the ghost, his scriptures help me grow, got faith so I'm walking you on gotta grow. be faithful in it.